What's up, y'all? Welcome to episode 11 of Hashtags and Hangups. I am a day late, but nonetheless excited to be here and chatting with all of my favorite people um, again, because I didn't get a chance to check in with you last week um, with the podcast. So excited to be back this week. Um, and I'm sharing and just kind of decided over the I guess maybe the last day or so that season one will wrap with 12 episodes total. So this is episode 11 and I will drop episode 12 next week. And I just decided that 12 felt like a good number. It's also one of my favorite numbers. So I decided to go with that as the the number of episodes for the season. So I'm excited. Um, A lot's been going on this last week. We finished our big virtual event at work, and um, I'm always leery to say specifically who I work for because I don't know, that might be a conflict of interest. Although there are quite a few of you that I either A, work with or know through work that are listening. So you all are aware of who it is, but just in case, um, decide to keep it and never actually say the, the actual organization that I work for, but it is a women's clothing company, and we did just have a really big virtual event this past weekend and it went really well you guys and I'm super excited about it um I worked really closely with our production team on the virtual event platform and it was a really cool learning experience um went through a lot of different iterations, um, used a lot of the engagement tools, and I think it was very well received from our attendees. So that was cool. And it was a really cool milestone, I think, in my career. Um, And something that I look forward to just honing my skills on moving forward. So that was exciting. It took up um, a lot of time and energy planning. So going into it, there were a lot of 12-hour days, a lot of early mornings and late nights. But one of the cool things about the organization I work for is we've got some really talented and just hardworking people. Um, And so nine times out of 10, it's going to be pretty dope. And we definitely didn't disappoint this time around. So kudos to everybody that I work with um, and who is a part of this dope organization that came together to make this event such a a huge success excuse me that was great um definitely a work highlight and I just have to say I'm probably even more excited about it because I work in events and the fact that we're still a gainfully employed and then be able to put on such a, a dope experience given the circumstances is no small feat and is definitely something that I have been celebrating over the last few days. So again, just super excited about that. Um, On a personal note, I have um, been spending a lot of time catching up with friends, um, doing a lot of just touch bases and checking in on people because I think that's so important, y'all. Um, and so much so, in fact, that I think let's make that the hashtag this week. Um, so hashtag check in. Because specifically, I think a lot of times we forget to check on the people who just seem to always be on um, on the up and up and always seem to be smiling and laughing and doing things. 
because I would say that a lot of us have a really good um, social media personas that we put forth. And I know that you all have probably all seen that meme that's circulated around that says, check on your strong friends. And it's so true. And even aside from just our own personal circle, relating it to other people, I guess specifically celebrities, just look at Tamar Braxton. And I haven't read um, much about it, but I did hear that she had an attempted suicide And um, then also it appears that Nick Cannon was considering ending his life. And I just have to tell you guys that those are both two people that on the outside seem to have it all together. And I think there are so many in our own personal networks that that put up that same type of facade. Um, I'll be honest with you, I've been guilty of it. Um, especially on days when I'm feeling the worst and maybe there's no real rhyme or reason as to why I'm not feeling great. Um, instead of giving the traditional clues of saying, you know, doing subliminal Facebook posts or Instagram posts and things of that nature, um, and going really dark, a lot of times I tend to find something that's super positive, um, and will steer away from being neg- negative because I don't ever want to give off this feeling of being in a negative headspace. So I, if I can relate to that, I'm sure there are other people who can as well. And so again, I just think it's super important that we check in with our family and our friends just to see how everyone is going, because honestly, sometimes we just never know. Um, And we all just do a really good job of hiding it. Um, It's like they say, you know, social media, that's the highlight reel. No one really goes into too much detail when things aren't going great. And so it's important. Check in on your people, man. Make sure everyone is doing well and isn't getting too caught up. Um, and this stillness, because that's can be tough too. People like to get up and go and be able to do things. You know, it's it's one thing when you're choosing not to do things and to be social and to stay at home and catch up on work. But it's something altogether different when you're forced to. Um, forced silence and stillness is not always perceived to be a good thing. I think ultimately it always ends up being that way, but that's a mindset shift that requires some real work if it's not something that you're wanting to do. And so that stillness for a lot of people gives them a time to think about certain situations and um, things that are going on in their lives. And that's not always something that people want to do. So again, you're you're super um, bubbly and um, extroverted friends and family and those who are normally just always on the up and up, just check on them and make sure they they really are doing well because, um, sometimes, you know, other people are so busy or excuse me, sometimes those people are so busy checking in on us that no one really remembers to check in on them. So let's just, I would encourage everyone to take some time this week to do that and just do a quick little check-in. 
Um, what else is happening? So speaking of celebrities and all the drama that is going on, um, what I won't talk about is Kanye West. <laughs> I've had people ask me and I just, I won't. I mean, it's to me, I'll say this is about as much as I'll give it. There's no point in having a conversation with or about someone who is not in their right mind. And I'll leave it at that. Um, if we want to have a conversation about mental health, then let's please do. And he'd be a great, uh, case study as a point of reference as, as opening up that conversation. But yeah, I can't even take anything that he's doing or saying seriously. So I don't have a whole lot of commentary to add there. Um, the whole Jada, Will, and August Alcina situation. I actually had a friend call me last night and was asking me if I heard August's um, latest single called Entanglement. And it's funny because <laughs> my friend said, he told me, um, I actually didn't listen to it. I just read the lyrics because I could go my whole life and never hear August Alcina's voice. And I'm okay with that. And I thought that was hilarious. Um, and I will say this, that I too have not actually heard it. Um, my roommate and friend Nicole did listen to it. She said it was okay. Um, I'm not busting at the seams to hear it, but on advice of my friend EJ, who I was talking to last night about it, I did read the the lyrics because that's what EJ had done. And I needed, in order to engage him in conversation, needed to, to read so I would know what was going on. But anyway, um, of course it's extremely explicit, um, and here's my thoughts on that situation as a whole, which by the way, I guess probably would have been a little bit more appropriate to share last week, but since I didn't, um, I'm going to just, you know, bring us back for just a second. Anyway, my thoughts regarding the situation first and foremost is August looks pretty whack for, <laughs> for ever even bringing this to the public's attention. Um, he's obviously scorned and was very much in love with Jada. I'm talking like this is all fact, but uh, in my opinion, maybe I should always preference my thoughts by saying in my opinion, he seems to be very scorned and was very much in love and is still getting over heartbreak. That's what it seems like. We've all been there. We've all done that. And sometimes we do some pretty irrational things when, getting through a breakup and heartache but I would say that um it's probably never a great idea to go onto a public platform and talk about your relationship that went bad because it's not just your story to share and granted sit on your therapist's couch and have a, a grand conversation get together with your friends and talk about it um, shoot, even sit down next to a stranger and spark up a conversation while you wait for your table at a busy restaurant. I don't care, but just don't go on a public platform. It's not cool because again, it's not just your story to share. So he, that was whack. Um, as it relates to Jada actually having a relationship with this kid and I call him a kid because at the time, what was he like 22? I, I don't understand. Um, I think she preyed on him, which is unfortunate, and she just shouldn't have. He wasn't in a good place in order to kind of feel 
or fulfill rather that fantasy maybe that she had of being with a younger guy who with no strings attached that just he wasn't the right person for that setup he was already broken and she took advantage of that and she says that she too was broken but I'm sorry that 22 year old broken kid is not going to help put back together this 40 almost 50 year old woman it's just he's not equipped to do that I don't really care how much life experience or how mature he might be for his age he's just not so that was never going to end well and we all knew that eventually she would end up back with Will so there's that so yeah I I don't think um my best friend Carmen actually did a a reaction to Jada and Will's red table talk and in her um her reaction post she shared that she doesn't feel as though Jada's gotten much flack for messing with him and if roles were reversed Carmen sorry I'm completely paraphrasing your post but Carmen goes on to mention that if roles were reversed and had that been Will messing with one of Willow's kids or excuse me not kids but one of Willow's friends all hell basically would have broken loose and he would have been dragged and I agree with Carmen we're not giving Jada enough slack for that very poor decision in addition to the the child being 22 and no disrespect to anybody who's 22 and listening but I'm just thinking about 22 year old Sheree and how she was in a vastly different headspace than 36 year old Sheree so and I'm not even Jada's age yet so I'm definitely judging her for making that decision to be with him um, in that way but in addition to again him being a kid at the tender age of 22 he was also her her son's son, um, her son's friend. Sorry, I couldn't get that out. And that's just, we got to draw some lines here, people. And that should be one of them that we just don't cross. Don't mess with your kids' friends. That's just not okay. So I do want to just give Jada, not Jada, but Jaden and Willow a hug because this sucks for them. That's just really unfortunate. And Hopefully Jaden's not somewhere beating up a stranger because they are talking about his mom having slept with his friend. It's just, it's an all unfortunate situation. Um, As it relates to Will and how he must be feeling. um, I don't know. I mean, listen, I'm not a man, so I can't say for sure what that must feel like. Um, I will say that I'm assuming he is, they had gotten through it. Um, there's no way he would have sat across her from at that red table if, if they hadn't at least worked through it. I don't know what that work through looks like. I will say that they appear to be a, a couple that has mastered communication and trust. And when I say that, I mean that they trust that they can talk to each other about anything without the fear of it ending their relationship. And I think everyone should strive to get to that level in all of their relationships if you're going to stick around. I mean, with friendships, romantic relationships, spousal relationships, the whole nine, parental relationships, you know, just being comfortable and trusting enough that you know that there's nothing you can say to the other person that's going to result in the relationship ending. Um, 
of course, that doesn't mean you're giving anyone license to be rude or disrespectful because if you love them, then of course, there's all the things that come along with being able to communicate in a loving way while still getting your point across. But a lot of times we won't have difficult conversations with people because we're afraid it will, you know, harm the relationships. But I do think, again, they have reached that level of understanding and trust and communication where they can talk about anything. And so they made it through, which is why you know they've been together I think they said 25 years now and then added to that the fact that Will has decided and I I'm going to assume that Jada is on board but that part where Will said he told her he would love her through anything unconditionally and then he asked her how she was, how, how he was doing. And Jada admitted that he was doing pretty effing amazing. Um, I mean, that was dope. I'm not, not calling them necessarily relationship goals, but I do think they got a lot of good things going to make their relationship work. And I, I emphasize there because there's a lot that goes on in that relationship that probably won't, wouldn't work for a lot of us, myself included. They got, and I don't even know, all, we don't even know all of the ins and outs of that relationship. However, they make it work for themselves and they have love, respect, and communication. And I think those three things... Oh, and added in trust. I mean, shoot, they've got the makings of something pretty solid. Hence why August is sad and making music, looking like a heartbroken and sick puppy. That's unfortunate. So those are my two cents regarding the Smiths. Um, My friend EJ was like, do I think the Smiths now are going to have to respond because... Um, August has released this new song and I'm gonna be honest with you most people don't even know that song is out I just don't think they're going to I don't think they need to I think they did a great job by addressing it the way they did when they did previously I was very proud of them for not denying it because I thought oh crap what if they deny it like that's horrible but they didn't so that was great and I think it's over now Um, and unfortunately for August a lot of other more important things are happening in the media. So his 15 seconds of fame are up. I do hope he gets therapy though. And I hope that Jada too gets therapy and stops messing with young boys. Whatever they decide to do in their relationship, I don't care if she's, it is open and she could potentially do whatever with whoever. Can we just raise the bar on the age limit? Let's start with guys in their 30s. How about that? I mean, I just, let's, we need to add some more ground rules. So anyway, that's, those are my thoughts regarding that. Um, What else is happening? Oh, let's talk about, since I'm from Atlanta, let's just talk 20 seconds about the governor of Georgia, Governor Kemp. And what is his first name? Brian? I think it's Brian Kemp. So here's the deal. First and foremost, without going way too political, Can we talk about the fact that he's not even really supposed to be the governor because he stole that election? But that's another conversation for another day. But he, in my opinion, is like a baby Trump. And maybe not even baby Trump is the correct way to to describe him. I think he's 
maybe even worse than that. Not He's not a small Trump, but he's someone who who aspires to be liked by Donald Trump, which whole nother thing. And I'm can't even go there. But anyway, he had decided that he wasn't going to make wearing a mask mandatory in the state of Georgia. However, there's, of course, you know, Georgia, and then there's Atlanta and metropolitan Atlanta. And the mayor of Atlanta proper is Keisha Lance Bottom, who is super fly, by the way. And I actually know somebody, Sidebar, who worked on her campaign. And it's just, it's great. Anyway, she's, I like her policies. I like the way she moves. She's a a dope person. Um, Very inspiring, um, very strategic, just a sharp woman. Well, anyway, the numbers in Georgia keep ticking up. They're just going and going and going up since the state has reopened. And so Mayor Lance Bottoms had decided that, you know what, even though the governor won't shut down the entire state of Georgia, we here in the city of Atlanta proper are going to be required to wear masks. And if you don't wear them, I'm sure there's some type of consequence. Well, then here comes Governor Kemp, who has decided that he is going to sue Mayor Lance Bottoms for basically trumping, (laughs) pun totally intended, trumping his mandate that masks wouldn't be required in the middle of a pandemic where people are out of work, where parents are at their wits end because there's no place to take their children. At a time when numbers of a disease that we are still, excuse me, I'll call it a virus that we are still learning about on a regular basis. This man has decided to sue the mayor of his state's capital. (sighs) Welcome to 2020, friends. Can't wait to see how how it ends, you know? But I will say before I wrap this up that two judges have recused themselves day of the, um, that the hearing was supposed to take place. So shout out to them for recusing themselves. That's really great teamwork because it's ridiculous. And the fact that he's going through with this is laughable. So dear Georgia, when it's time to vote, come November, pay attention. Okay, let's get this guy out of here because he doesn't care about y'all. Anywho, I think um, that's going to wrap it up for episode 11 here. Would love to hear from you guys. Would love to hear your thoughts regarding um, anything that we've talked about regarding checking in with people. Tell me how you're doing and how you're feeling. Um, Tell me your thoughts about the Smiths and August Alsina. Um, If you want to share any thoughts regarding Tamar Braxton or even Nick Cannon. I know we didn't talk about that a ton, but um, would love to continue the conversation. So be sure to hit me up on social at hashtags and hangups on Facebook or Instagram. And let's just keep this conversation going. I love you guys so much for listening. And I will see you with the season finale of hashtags and hangups season one next Monday. I love y'all. Talk to you soon. Bye. (laughs) Oh, <laughs>